0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Svarim Chatter podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be joined once again for the third time by Professor Fyam Kannerfogel, who is the E. Billy Ivory University Professor of Jewish History, Literature and Law at Yeshiva University. I should also mention that this episode is being generously sponsored once again by a friend of the podcast, the Gluck Plumbing, and this is being sponsored by Gluck Plumbing Service Division. So for all your plumbing needs in New Jersey, call them at 732-523-1836, extension 1. Now, to Professor Canafogo, we'll be discussing the Mordecai, which everyone probably knows in the back of the Gemara, but doesn't know much more about who he was or what it what it is and what's going on over there. And that's what we'll be discussing. So thank you very much, Professor Canafogo, for joining me once again.
1: My pleasure. Nice to be here. Okay, so we'll start off and uh, please, uh, you can uh, add and interrupt with anything that you think our listeners would like to know. I must say, first of all, thank you. And uh, I've heard from our listeners quite a bit uh, with excellent questions, so uh, they can continue with those questions and comments as we go. What I won't say is that, uh, thank our wonderful sponsor, but what I won't say is I hope uh, we may in some respects be going plumbing within the Rishonim, but we'll see how it goes. In any case, that's a pre-Purim joke. In any case, uh, Sefer HaMordechai, author is Reb Mordechai, Reb Hillel, probably not a Kohen as a number of historians and people who know texts mentioned perhaps as a Kohen in a couple of places, but his mishpacha didn't think so. So we'll go without him being a Kohen. Since I'm a Kohen, I'm very sensitive to this. In any case, unfortunately, I hate to start out with a not good news, but unfortunately, Mordechai was killed Hashem during a persecution in 1298. We know that at the end of the 13th century, in particular, Germany underwent a series of very serious pogroms and persecutions. They have names, there are categories, um, and he was killed in one of those. Again, we don't know all of the Pratim. There are some stories, but uh, we also don't know really when he was born. What we do know is that his brother-in-law was another very important figure of this period, Ramey Reb Yikusil who's the author of the Hagos Maimunios. And what's then interesting, as you noted, the Mordechai follows the Seder Harif, It's not a perush on the riff, but it follows the order of what the riff talks about. And the Hagos by Monios, as its name clearly suggests, is footnotes on the Rambam. So you have these two Ashkenazic relatives, brothers-in-law, working with these very important Sephardic works, the uh, Hilchos Harif and the Mishneh Torah. And in a third uh, great, uh, reshown at this time, Reb Asher, Yechiel, who dies in the thirteen twenties. He lives an entire life. All three of them and the rush. Also, his Piske harosh are organized. This is for future discussions around the riffs order as well. And of course, the Mordechai brings the sorry the rush and his Psakim brings in Ashkenazim, Svaratim v'chulu. But what the Mordechai does is he brings in an awful lot of Ashkenazic material. Following the order of the Rif, just as the Hagos Maimonios brings in its kind of a checklist, the Rambam paskins this way: What are they doing in France? What are they doing in Germany? And again, this is the late thirteenth, early fourteenth century. They give you a very good list. Why are these Ashkenazim move Hakim Great Rishonim working so much with Rif and Rambam? So this is really another discussion, but I believe that it's pretty clear. That this is under the influence of their Rebbe. The Rebbe of the Mordechai, the Hagos by Manios, and the Rush was the great Marami Rutenberg, who dies in 1293. Uh, also in very difficult circumstances, as we know, Bobby remains in jail. Again, Germany is in a very difficult state at this point. And the Maharam, um, and this is a change, not that no Chachme Ashkenaz know the rift before this, they do. The Rambam, I've written about it, it's a little bit more complicated. But under the Maharami Rutenberg, he encouraged his Talmidim, apparently, to hook up, to follow, and to work with the Rif and the Rambam. I believe that this is his attempt, Maharam's attempt, to preserve Ashkenazic teachings in a period where things are going downhill very quickly. I wrote If you put your perushim on these great Sifrei Chachmei Sfarad, that will be another case of perhaps, that's again for a further discussion. Again, but that perhaps explains this turn, at least organizationally, if not content-wise, to these works of Chachmei Svarad. In any case, the Mordechai is what we call a likut. It's a halachic compendium. Uh, the work itself is called the Mordechai. Again, that just colloquially what's called. Uh, Mordechai was Mordechai was not such a common name, at least not amongst Rishonim in that day. Perhaps uh, you can theorize Megillah Esther Sefer Mordechai. Uh, there's no proof for any of that, but this is the Sefer Mordechai. It goes lafi hasugiot as the rift does. It goes according to the Sugyas. But as we'll see, he loads in tremendous amounts of new material from Ashkenaz not found in many cases in printed Tosfis or in printed Ashkenazic sources that we have today independently, but he follows the sugyas using the order of the riff. He unloads and unpacks and puts down tons of material, as we'll discuss. We won't discuss all the tons, we'll just have to get an executive summary. And this kind of Likut is similar in a number of ways, albeit different in a number of other ways, to the Sefer or Zaruah, which... Could get its own podcast in the future. We'll leave that up to the Balha podcasts. Um, that or Zaruah was written by Rabbi Yitzchok ben Moshe of Vienna, who dies around twelve fifty 1250 or twelve fifty five, about fifty years before the Mordechai. So it's a half a century earlier. What's common to both of these very important svarim is that they gather and present. Material from both Germany and northern France during the period of the Baleatosis, the 12th and 13th centuries. Right? Again, the Orzarua is freestanding. There is an order, there is a relationship to Shas, but it's not Daf Akhardaf always. The Mordechai going based on the Rifts order is Daf Akhardaf in many in most cases. Um, the Zarua gives you material that he studied that he came in contact with. He studied in both the Rhineland and Germany and in Paris and in other places in northern France. And it has all kinds of Perushim, Psakim, halachos that we don't otherwise have, or that we have in less complete form. Again, not for today, but the Zarua will give you variations of our printed Tosfis more. Tosis Rachans to for example things that we just don't have in our printed Shastosis. So uh, he will also say I want to add, he gets involved an awful lot too. The Sefer Mordechai written 50 years later is really what I would call a catch-all, but in the best sense, it's really preservation of earlier texts, Again, that took place under the influence of his Rebbe Maharami Rutenberg, obviously wanted Torahs Ashkenaz to be preserved. That's also why Maharam stressed his students to collect his chuvas, to collect other chuvas. We'll come to that a little bit later. Um, and so if you think about it, things in Europe by the mid 13th century were starting to head downhill, to put it mildly, trial of the Talmud in 1240. We could enumerate another number of other problems, but 50 years later, by the end of the 13th century, the situation is measur- measurably worse. And so, and in any case, there's 50 more years of material from the Balei to preserve. So the Mordechai really is a preservationist. And he doesn't say very much. In other words, his style is, I give you this marker, I give you that marker, without saying much. Sometimes he adds his own view very quietly, Vani Mordechai, he add a little bit or va'ani shamati, just as an example, sometimes these are very exciting things. The sugin bava basra daft has evolved the last eight psukim of the Torah, yochid korei osama, very difficult, unusual, kimara, four or five different positions in the Rishonim. He had something that he heard, that the last eight psukim of the Torah should be read by a Talmud Chacham. Again, you'll say we do this. Is it? Halacha is it just what we do as a preferred way to go? Interesting discussion. Darche Moshe, the Rambam has it, others have it, but he just says Anishamati. shamati. That's he tells you how he got it. Um, and sometimes he even adds things by saying ani haed yot. He's very modest, you know. Uh, here's a little comment, um, but sometimes again there are times that he changes the direction of the halacha. For example, Masach is git daf samech. Discussion there about Kostin uh, Megillah Islame Bog. Question is Can you write down Turish Abhisav in incomplete form? Or when you write Turish Abhisav, the written law, does it have to be? Hol Svarim, whole Psukim, that's the right way to write it. Um, so the Mordechai there suggests, based on this idea that you can create sort of primers, uh, little Svarim, half Svarim, for students to learn, that even though it's Dvaram chsav, Sav, Iyat right, you're supposed to have it complete. Or well, let's say for davening, we are writing down Psukim here and there. The Mordechai is mekil here against the Raviyah, very important German ritual, we'll talk a little bit about Mordechai later, Uh, he's before the Mordechai, and both the Mordechai and the Bach, the Achron, early Achron, in two different places, note that the Mordechai wins the day, so very quiet, Uh, his own virtuosity, his own success is found, but most of the time he just brings lots of makros and named opinions that oftentimes we don't know from anywhere else, or that we only have pieces of, or snippets, and so on and so forth. Now, Mordechai can bring us things from the Rashbam, Al-Hashas. We thought we have Rashbam, on Baba Basra, perhaps Avodah Zara here, he'll bring us more. He'll bring us things from the re, the re bal hatosfas. Don't we have all the re and tosfas? Well, we have a lot, but some of these things, for example, appear only in his in the sifrei halacha that his talmidim wrote, but not in our tostas An example here: Shabbos kufyut bays, defining kshira on Shabbos and how talmidei chachamim tied their shoes during the week in a certain way. Very interesting, um, uh, based on the gemara there on Shabbos. Uh, that's found only in the sefer haTruma by his student Rebbach of well Rebarch uh, ben Yitzchak, his student, his northern French student, and in the smog, what's authored by Rav Moshe Mikuzi, who was a student-student, but we don't have it in the Tosis. And it's a great parish. There's an ingenious parish from the re to that Gemara about what Talmide Chachamim do, which may also reflect his own day. I'll give you a little hint that the Talmide HaChachamim d- during the week didn't untie their sh- shoes. They slept in the base marsh, they drimmled, and they kept their shoes tied. That fits very beautifully into the Gemara, maybe what they did in his own day. That's how they learned so much. Um, but again, the Mordechai is the one who brings all this to us. Uh, another great psak of the re a very important psak And the Geonim said something, but the re says more of governing in a place where the seabor the normally Daven's a small town that has only one little shul in somebody's house. Even if they don't get a minion regularly, the re says there's an inion to Daven in that shul. It's based on Gemara's and prophets. but it's a grape sock of the Ree. The Orazaroa, by the way, also happens to have that one. You won't find it in the printed toasts at all. So we get from him even what I would call basic Northern French Tosafist material. Uh, By the way, in terms of his colleagues, the Mordechai may also have had a relationship with Rabbeinu Peretz of Corbeil, one of the last of the French Pali who died in 1297. I think he lived a full life, uh, hopefully so, not not under any persecution. And he also had contact with Maharam. And we may say that these two Rishon, Rabbeinu Peretz of Corbeil, and the Maharam, uh, and his students were the last French and German Tosafists, respectively. So we're getting a whole series, really a whole snapshot or snapshots of material from Rishonim, much of which we would not either know at all or we would know only in very fragmented ways. I should mention there's somebody named Shmuel Cohen, very common name, I guess, it published first in German and then in Hebrew um, in a periodical called Sinai, which I think may have just stopped publishing. There's a very interesting periodical there at Searle of um, Academic learning, but also yeshiva. Shall learn very interesting, very interesting mix of people. Um, in the uh, mid nineteen forties, he went through before there were computers, before there was uh, you know barilan shu shoot or whatever you want to call it, and he lists all the names found in the printed sefer Mordechai. Um, whether or not the list is fully complete, the scope is quite uh, remarkable. So. Question is, and we'll talk about where the Mordechai appears, and we have a new edition. We'll
0: talk about that in a few minutes. But the question is, let me jump in for one second. I want to ask you. Please. please. First, of all, first of all, the Sinai was is Masada of Cook was published yeah. that was publishing. Yeah. Stopped the Yeah. They just stopped it. I think. Right. Yeah. But they have very interesting. So this fellow
1: over about ten years, because you know it reads like a phone book. Who he mentions, but you can learn a veld from who's mentioned and who he thinks they are. And he just kept dropping in. And of course, it was first published in German. So, those who don't read German, it's for Fallen. So, he gave a very interesting list. And again, even if it's not a thousand percent complete, it's very good and it's very, uh, very interesting. Anyway, that's that Sinai. Yeah,
0: Now, the, uh, the other thing also you mentioned with the re now that uh, Shoshana published those three volumes with the call to the with Hamidah, whatever, Masach the Shabbos, do we see anything in there now? Does that relate anywhere? But not all of it's there either. In other words,
1: because again, the re—that's one Talmud, right? Or that's you have to put. You would have to put all of these things together. So the answer is that despite the rav Shoshana volume, it doesn't supersede everything in the Mordechai, as there's still a Hadai in Soshan. That's my point. You'll never be. You'll never be. I'm going to say at the very end. You'll never be disappointed <laughs> looking in the Mordechai. He catches it all. It's like he's got a magnetic glove. And it's not metal that sticks to it; it's Torah that sticks to it. It's unbelievable. Now, how does he do this? So the truth is, I'm going to say he had a little help in certain respects, but you'll see doesn't doesn't take anything away from his great ability. Uh, by that I mean that, especially on the German side, amongst the German Baly we know now, and some of it we know because of the Mordechai, that there was a there is a series of very large halachic works, compendia, very big svarin produced by German Baly some of which we hardly even know because these works no longer exist. They got lost. I'll give you examples in a second. Why did they get lost? Perhaps because of their sheer size. not easy to copy such. It's not like today you can, you know, go into a thing and snap it and take it on your phone. right? Very hard to produce. And in general, preserving in medieval Europe, persecutions, fires, floods, plundering, robbing, expulsions, you name it. So these big sfarim very often just became completely lost and Sefer Mordechai is often the one who presents pieces, sometimes small in size, but many in number. You can almost start to reconstruct these svarim from these no longer extant works. Let me give you a couple of examples. Two of the most important examples of these svarim give you two very important examples, are Raviya Sefer Aviasaf. Ravia dies around 1225, lives in the Rhineland this is not the Ravya that we have and we know the Ravia apparently wrote two gigantic sfarim the germans like to write gigantic sifrei halacha based on Seder hashas very often chuvis, mixed mixed bags everything so the Ravia is Avi ezri the safer Ravya that we have which we now know although interestingly and i, I our balha podcast will know all of this of course uh, the Sefer Ravia was only started to be printed in the late 19th century, and it was only recently completed in the 2000s from an Oxford manuscript. We have another manuscript now. Um, so even that didn't get uh, printed so quickly. And many Ahronim didn't know it. Some did, some didn't. But the Avi Asaf, he you like these theme names, is a humongous Sefer Halacha that we re- we don't have. The Chido says in one place, the Chido was a big bucky of these things. He saw a Sefer Aviyosov, at least on Sayyidina and written on a cloth, Yashan Noshan. He dug up some old remnant, but we don't have it. We don't have it. The only way we really know it, he's not the only one to quote it, but the one who tells us a lot about the Abiyasaf, but only, say, Amazleg, on the tip of the iceberg, as they say, is Sefer Abiyasaf. What's that we could get a hold of a whole Sefer Aviyasaf of the Ravi? I tell, I tell my doctorant him all the time, if you're ever looking at Kis V'yad and you think you found Aviyasaf, you email me, you call me, I'll get it. I hope it will work. I, you get on the plane, I'll be right there. You'll just, any time of the day and night. And so far, they haven't taken me up on it. I'm hopeful. So that's one example that we really wouldn't know without the Mordechai, we would barely know it exists. Let's quote a few other places, barely know. Even more is something called Sefer HaKochmah, Right. The book of Torah Chachma, written by Reb Baruch Barab Shmuel of uh, Mainz, who died in 1221, and he was the head of the Bezdin there in Mainz, says that German Balhatosis. This work seems to have had more than 400 simonim. This was not a little bigger. And those include his Piske Din. We know because Mordech is not the only one there, it's in Kisveyad too pieces, but Mordechai is the one who started to bring it to our attention. Sugi interpretation, they even some toasts to Megillat to Bachoros, right? Uh, again we would hardly know it. Um, uh, and these lost sfarim got caught in the Mordechai's web. They were on his magnet. Again, it's not metal, it's these sfarim, for which, of course, we are very, very grateful. And it's not even just a question of, can we repiece these books together, what they call in Hebrew Lashatzer. We're far away from that. But it adds tremendous Torah, as you'll see in a few moments. Uh, sefer Or Zarua, by the way, that I mentioned before, does something similar. There's a sefer called Sefer Arba'oponim by Rebbe Friam of Regensburg. Who was a German Talmud of Rabbi Nutam, who's mentioned in Tosar Rabbi Ofrim with some frequency, uh, that the Or has, and there's another sefer called Seder Olam, not the Tanoim, not the history of Kolatara uh, Kula that the Tanah that Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalavda did. There's a sefer Halacha written by Rabbi Zikor Zarua, one of his rabbein, Rabbi, Rabbi Simchemi Shpirah a very great German Balei who's barely ever mentioned our printed tosfus at all, which is also the case for a Baruch of Mainz and also for the Ravia, he does a little bit better. So without the Mordechai being the catch-all of this, we would know kimat nothing. So again, just you'll take my word for it for now, I've given you examples, there are 50 more of each. French material, even from known Balei German material from not so well German known Balei that we should know better, all of this comes into the Mordechai. In addition, but wait, there's more. Um, there are existing pieces from many Rishonim that are expanded, including, for example, his Maram, his Rebbe Baram's Chuvis. Maram's Chuvis are an Otsar ba'alum, but they go according to the order of the Chuvis. How do you work with them? You have to read all the Chuvis. If you use the Mordechai, he takes shtiklach from his Rebbe's chuvus and puts them right in to the Gemara Bavakama, to the Gemara Gittin, to the Gemara Brachas, whatever Gemara you're on, he will give you relevant chuvus maram. So it's a service, even in terms of how to locate these, uh, these things that we know about, never mind the new pieces, all according to the Seder Hashas. And that's, I think, what's so important. Yeah, please ask me.
0: Now I want to emphasize. I mean, you you kind of mentioned this, but like, was he like unique in this? That it was his time period. Was this like being done? You said a all before him, but was this mamish? Like he was just like this, like likut almost of, of what, other things.
1: What, what state right, uh, what state in uh, Ace right. You have to when you deal with Balyatosis, somebody's got to collect it. The word will get you know out of control. So you had there were likut in The or, there was a good model. Again, the differences or or the the points, the strong points are, number one, by the Mordechai's time, it's more and more and more and more, right? There's tremendous amounts that even from the Orzerot to the Mordechai, number one. Number two, uh, you don't start really collecting with a fetish, so to speak, a good fetish, until you know things are not going to be the same. And so the Mordechai, there's an urgency here. There's an emergency and an urgency. But again, you wouldn't know it from him. He's just learning along. And he just, and again, part of it is that Smias, he doesn't tell you his chidushim too much. He doesn't tell you what he thinks. He just tells you, here's this houses this, this Goddle, this piece this sugya, and away he goes. Now, impressionistically, at least this is interesting. And again, I can only speak for myself, but the Sefer Mordechai was not used so much in what I would call blot even though it goes on the sugyes. Why? Mainly because of its very long or what we might call discursive style, right? It's text after text without much analysis. And that's, he gives you the material. So you have to make a whole leamwood on the Mordechai. When I was a kid, I remember in yeshiva in the base medrash and people who are older than me will remember better. They used to have very well printed shas. the shas was the Gemara. And then you had a riff volume. The riff was in a separate volume with the Mordechai. That's all the things that we have in the back. Right. So it almost came. You had to schlep two. I was already in between. We already had little Gemara. So we could come to the Shia with, with one Gemara. People used to go like wrestlers. They used to come like weightlifters. One big shas on the one arm and one Mordechai and riff on the other arm. So you really have to make a whole lemur on that whole back part. So, but that's one reason. It's a very long Safer. Also, another problem, and this is a, unfortunately a problem, the printed text of the Safer Mordechai, as we have it in, um, in what do you call it? In um, uh, in many um is is uh, it's got all kinds of what I'll call. Um, uh, printing problems, right? It, it, it's, it, it by the way, usually appears right before the Tosef, they not printing Gemara. I, I'll use a bad word, a mess. It's not a real mess, but it means there are brackets and parentheses. You read a Mordechai, there's square brackets, round notes, comments, letters. It looks like a train station. That makes it hard to use. That's not the Mordechai's fault. What happened here, this is probably because, first of all, there are plenty of manuscripts of the Mordechai. And there were differences between them. So the printers, again, it's a whole different discussion. They are trying to get a lot of versions together. That's problem number one. Bigger problem number two is that there were two different versions or recensions of, say, from Mordechai. It's what's called the Mordechai Rhinus, the Rhineland of the Western German Mordechai, and the Mordechai Ostreich. Ostreich probably means Eastern Germany. Ost, right, O-E-S-T, Eastern Europe, or perhaps Austria. I can't go into the key differences between these editions now just to make it even more in a learning sense. It's not bad, but there's something called the Mordechai godel which some early achronim had. All these three versions are converging on the same, they're the same Mordechai. So that all contributed to the fact that the printed safer Mordechai that we have, again, I use it in quotes, looks a bit of a mess. Yeah.
0: So essentially, there's one long edition of Mordechai and one short, basically.
1: Uh, well, I'll get to the short. There are short things, too. This is There are two longs. In other words, Mordechai Rhinus is long, Mordechai Ostreich is long. Which is longer? Probably Ostreich, but it's long and long. And then you have the Mordechai Hagodal. You've got, you've got tremendously big svarim here. I'll get to a kitzer in a moment.
0: Somebody felt they need to try to abridge it. Yeah, go ahead. Now, our Mordechai printed in the Gemara is one or the other, or it's just a mix of both? It, it's generally what we call, yes, in the fancy
1: scholarly terms, a melange. It's a mixture. It's a mixture, generally. You need to go through the Kis Fayad, and we'll talk about this i a going we talk about the editions. You really have to. That's why the good news is the Mordechai that we have printed is a Geval de Gezach. It's tremendous. It's there. One of the bad news is, is it's not so simple to read. And I think that's why maybe Rashi Yeshiva didn't always pursue it because you need to have like a roadmap. You need to get like a guide how to, you know, which, which line you're reading. And the real problem is you have to figure out where exactly it comes from, which is hard. I mean, it's, it's not so easy to use. Again, but that's not the Mordechai's fault. Since he was in some ways what we might call the Tachana the last station, everything gets pushed into the Mordechai. And I, let me give you some additional examples right now. Besides all the printed versions of the Mordechai, the manuscript versions, the long versions, there were all kinds of Hagahos, right? People say, oh, I saw haggos Mordechai. After the right. yes, there were all kinds of glosses, haggos Mordechai. Some are inserted, quote unquote, officially right in the version of the main part of masachta Others were added later called Hagos Mordechai. So that just adds to the traffic jam, if you will. It's, and I keep using these imageries, but I mean them in a positive sense. Uh, there was a work, there is a work called the Mordechai HaKotsor or the Kitzor Mordechai. That's a separate work by someone named Shmuel Shletchstat. It's an abridgment of the original Mordechai to try to make it more usable. That was produced in the late 13th, 14th century, I should say, 100 years later, less than that, which, uh, which, you know, not everybody had the Mordechai. So the Kitzor Mordechai try to make it more edible, more uh, absorbable. And we have about 10 early manuscripts of this work. And this shows us, by the way, just how popular the Sefer Mordechai was in its day. Because again, everybody said, I don't have this Sefer. I don't have that Sefer. I don't know exactly what I'm missing. I got the Mordechai. He's the Matzil. And um, uh, so, for example, you have the kitsa Mordechai, the Shilte HaGiborim, which is a later parish, also has additional Mordechai stuff. So with the Mordechai, there's always more stuff. It's more and more, but that leads to it being a very encumbered kind of a work. Um, uh, and, and again, there are Hagos. That, that appear in order, that appear out of order. If you go to the Kisayad, my favorite is a Ketav Yad Vercelli. Vercelli actually had a Jewish community and a non-Jewish community and preserved in a, forgive me, a Bishop Seminary of Vercelli was a Ketav Yad of the Mordechai. Not one of the earliest ones, but a good one. But the Yehudi Yud, the, the, the uniqueness of this Vercelli Ketav Yad is that it has Hagahos, all over the page in what they call in Israel, they call it halo note, vinklach. You can have goes in the left margin, the right margin, above the page, under the page, you read this manuscript, you have to go up, down, all around. And sometimes the most exciting hot goals are almost unfindable, but they're in there. Somebody's shriving somebody's oh, I'm adding. And as the Mordechai became, which was a catchall, became a catchall squared, right? In other words, everybody added whatever they could add. So this catch basin, everything from Rishonim gets thrown in there. And by the way, from what we can tell from this Vercelli, I've been using this thing for years they're all reliable in other words very rarely do you find something oh somebody got it wrong it's the wrong name in other words these Hagahos were good ones so
0: you don't want to be without it you want to know everything that's going on yeah now these Hagahos were, were written by specific people that had a that had a charge of it or it was they, they were writing other stuff in baltizus
1: Oh, so so the kids of Mordechai reshlech we know the others are you know, Talmidim slash Talmidei Chachamim. In other words, and you have to, you know, that's my point. We have no evidence whatsoever that these are Shvachah goes These are not some common writing. You know, I was dreaming in the Shia and I decided that, you know, Moshe Kibbutz Sinai. These are Shitas of Rishonim that the Mordechai exists. He, he's finished at the end of the 13th century, unfortunately, in all ways. Now we're adding, you know, Nacha, Nacha, Halacha. And it's so, so it's treated generally, it seems to be completely authentic. Very often it has names on it. So sometimes you'll then find another kiss, you'll confirm it. But that's the point. It's thrown into the Mordecai. I don't mean thrown in, in a bad sense, it's added to the Mordecai because that's the. Uh, how shall I call it? Uh, 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 document of record. That's the, that's the record of the of the seder hashas. Now, fortunately, I'm glad you asked me this. But yeah, I want,
0: fortunately, I want to begin. before we get to the new maduro. Before we get to Mokhanei I think it's an important question that has to be asked here. How in the world did the Sefer Mordechai get in the back of the Gomorrah? because right at the end of the day, it's a catch-all, it's all this. There's so many other Sifri of, of Bali, fish, or that old Kufa. They didn't end up. This ends up in the back of every printed edition of the Gemara. And like you said, people don't really use it as much as other for First of all,
1: again, it's connected to the riff. And there was a riff part of the Gemara. In the old days, you had to riff the riff department. So number one, that turned out to be a good move. Again, I, I, I'm, I'm guesstimating here. Number two you are right, but there's nothing as complete as the Mordechai. In other words, you'll put in the Sefer Mitzvah's Godel, but that's not Lafiyah sogis. You'll put in the Sefer Hatrumah. that's a much shorter work. You know, name names. A lot of the works of the Mordechai quotes don't exist. So you get here Azak Kolbo, you get everything. In that respect, by the way, it's not dissimilar to the Rush. Look at the Rosh, Piskei Rush Chachmei Chachmei Ashnas according to the Gemara right? The rush is not as big a quota as the Mordechai, more from Sarat, but the rush is trying to give you a sort of a parish to paskin. right? The Mordechai is just really putting in material. So, so I think it got there because people realized, especially with all the the, the additional haggos, made it more attractive. Again, not so easy for somebody giving a sheer to figure out every day, what do I use? But as we'll see in a minute, the achronim loved the Mordechai. The achronim, wait till I get to the list, you know it, the achronim loved the Mordechai because he had things that no one else had, so I think you know. I feel the same for needs Mazel. Uh, the Rebbeinu Shalom knew that the Mordechai was Mazalik. You know, he, he said, "Yeah, take him." <laughs> it worked out. Oh, so now let's talk about both of these things. In other words, how do we make the Mordechai more usable, even? And let's see what the Achronim do with it. That's really where we're going now. Thank you very much. First of all, we have a way to help make Seder here. We have a brand new edition. It's a great thing. From Achon Yerushalayim, which put out recently, and I have to give Shalach Vahodah to Mr. Balha podcast. He helped me get it. <laughs> really helped me. Called Sefer Mordechai Hashalayim which is produced to about 25 or so, which is most most of what we have in the printed shot. There's very little they didn't cover. Um, And this edition, very smart. First of all, they take the seven or so earliest and otherwise best manuscripts of the Mordechai, reflecting both the Rhinus edition and the Ostreich edition, very smart. They want to cover both grounds. And we have, and as they tell you carefully, which comes from what, Ktaviyat, is it many Kisvayat, is it all of them, then with wonderful footnotes about related Shittis, in other words, where else is this, and we've shown him, and some lomdus citing relevant, we've shown him, and Achronim, who used to say from Mordechai, it's all in there. Um, and so Machon Yerushalayim, some may know, had been doing this for a while. Masachta by masachta, and they put out over the years. It's tremendous work. You can imagine it's 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 I, it's painstaking work and it's very demanding work. They put out over the years a whole bunch of masachtas about I don't know seven or eight, and now all of a sudden they said we're going to do this whole thing. And they did it. It's unbelievable, um, and that saves us an awful lot of time. But more than time, it gives you a very a much easier way now to use the Mordechai easily. You go to your Daf. You're learning Daf X and Masechta Y. Look it up. See what the Mordechai has. And there are very few Dafin on which he has nothing. I know. So I got it the Dafin. But you'll find Mordechai everywhere, um, and you'll find many sheetas. Um, and uh, I have to say for myself Bar Hashem'ssiak Akdola, I've been going through Ki out of the Mordechai for years trying to do this myself and when they didn't publish it and that's a great zahulist and you get tremendous Hano and a lot of ideas in doing that but um, uh, uh, and, and I'm sure that there's still more to be learned from each particular manuscript so if you're into manuscripts don't give up because Sefer Mordecai Mordelan came out but if you want to get a good, view of the Mordechai, we now have it. So those Lamdonim, those Lumdim, what do you say for Mordechai can do so in a much better organized fashion. First of all, they took out all the brackets and all the squiggles. They give you a clean text and they tell you with your notes, which Kisveyad say this, which other Rishonim say something similar, which Aharonim use it. They compare the manuscripts. And um, again, there's always more in the Kis Fayad, but they've done a marvelous, marvelous job, a real, a real service, if you will, for Lomde Torah. Okay. So that's so, to make to make it easier to use. Yeah. Let's, let me yeah.
0: jump in as this forum, forum Chatter podcast. So oh, oh. I'll say that it's it's four volumes. It's a little bit bigger than a regular Paninum safer, but not like a Gomorrah. It's a little bit in-between size, four fat volumes. They were going through it year by year. It seems like, from what I read in the movie, so like you still shouldn't throw those out because they incorporated and like redid them a little. But it seems Correct. like here, I, I don't know. Like you said, it seems like they, they sped it up by not using every Savyad in the world. They picked in the, the main ones.
1: In the original versions, again, these are all guesstimates. In the original versions, they used about 10 Kisvayad. Now they cut it to um, a mere seven. Again, I'm the one who's looked through all 10, sometimes more, you always lose a little, but it's really yatsa You really gain so much in terms of being able. Listen, the answer is if you want to, then look further in the kisvei yad, that and you'll be ready. And I agree, you shouldn't throw out the idea. I didn't throw out any of mine. They're all sitting here, but um, but it's very serviceable, right? And it's it's uh, uh, and and they also the shiunis are a little. Um they found a style to do it a little more quickly so that you know, again, you will not get as much, quite as much awareness of the Kisfayada unless you're, you know, minus, but still you'll get enough. And they tell you what the Kisfayat are. They're not, they're telling you everything, they're not hiding anything. Um, they figured they figured what's called it, they did it in Israel, it's called the Matsula and Patent. They found a good way to do it. Anyway, so that's yes. so that's makes I it much easier.
0: Yeah, I think they were just trying. Like you said, they they they, they had to lose something somewhere, but otherwise it would have taken years. They never would have really finished this. So they just decided this is a way to put out a good product. But it, it you know, it's not. But, oh, oh you know, starting with the way you've almost designed the
1: kvitzah yeah, derech of Rava. Where is it there? It's a good, kvitzah derech is usually a good thing. <laughs> In other words, they did a kvitzah derech, but it's a good thing. It's a remarkable thing. So that makes the Mordechai easier to use. So now I want to answer the question. Uh, not that I have to, but I'll do it anyway. Why use the Mordechai? What's so important here? If you I haven't convinced me yet, to. go ahead, go ahead,
0: please. Okay, so getting back to where we were holding about, you want to give some examples of the, I guess, lumbus of being used. I hope we've already convinced
1: people that the Mordechai is very important based on the material that it has, but why should we use it? So there's, uh, aside from the shefa of additional chomer from the Rishonim, uh, some very important achronim turned to the Sefer Mordechai very frequently and very productively. Uh, the more, for example, more on that in a moment, I, you know, that Amor uses the Mordechai all the time, and I'll give you an, a very interesting example in a couple of minutes. Uh, the Shach, who minded, M-I-N-E-D, right, literally, Chafar, Asorim, um, in Choshen Mishpat, in particular for Shittos L'Hawacha, as did the Ktsos. The Ktsos uses the Mordechai a lot for additional possibilities, and Lumbas, to name just a few. I just want to add, this is, again, a different discussion, but the Ktos, by the way, <laughs> also knew how to get to the Or <laughs> The Or was also underwater for many years. It was published, again, in Jitabir in 1862. I think both the Brura and the Orach Hashulchum talk in Chashabach, about they found the Or They're very excited. The Ktos died in 1803. He died, Leminyonim, he died before the reprint. So he wanted the Or How do you know where to find the Or So he knew he dialed it up, so to speak. That's my law shown from the Trumas Hadeshin. Trumas Hadeshin had the Orzeruah. So the Ktos wanted to find an Orzeruah. Wait, why? He knew the whole Trumas Hadeshin. He knew where to get the Orzeruah from the Trumas Hadeshin, right? You know, that's yes, Kishiva Bacham, where the Pasek is. They tell you what's a gemara. You know, in other words, so the Ktos, I'm joking. The Ktos, you want to know an Orzeruah. He knew him all because he just dialed up the Trumas Hadeshin. So. He did that. He also knew the Mordechai's good. Um, So here's a couple of interesting examples. Let me just give you a couple of concrete examples. There are more in Evan Isaac and Lamed Hay, Shlichus and Kedushin. cites a machlokes, that, a machlokes between two balei hatosis about whether a shliach le right? The husband says, you know, the groom-to-be, Bima Kaddish, this woman, whether that first shliach can transfer it to a second shliach. Does the shliach have the capacity to transfer it? Um, and he creates, the Ramah creates a machlokas balei hatosis, as I'll show you in a minute, based on two different Mordechais that does not appear bichlal in the printed tosis, as far as I know. It's b'rish yesh of course it's yesh It exists. Watch this. So first of all, just in terms of the halacha here, so we can get the discussion straight, right, a second shliach on a get works because the get, uh, even if the husband doesn't appoint the second shliach, the get itself, which is going to be the uh, instrument through which the garrison will occur, uh, conveys authority to the second shliach. He's holding a kosher, a get, so he's okay, right, he's, he's, uh, he's in. And uh, once the shliach has it, the get does all the talking. However, if you have a taba, so you have money for kiddushin, that doesn't say much. So how do we know that this second fellow is uh, has been authorized, that he's an authorized shliach, right? So that's the question. So the Mordechai in Gittin, um, um, uh Gitten uh, has a, um, actually, sorry, this is the Mordechai in kiddushin, uh, 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 it's actually how goes Mordechai, but it's found in an important early Vatican manuscript. And in one of those Vinkelach and Taviar Vercelli, in other words, this piece is not in every Mordechai, but apparently the are more had it, right? This piece Mordechai quotes the view of Reb Shlomo of Dero, D-R-E-U-X. Reb Shlomo ben Yehuda of Dero was a student of the Re, he was a real big Balatosis, a student of Re Balatosis known as Hakodoshmi Midro, not clear whether he was a martyr or he was just very holy, right? And uh, he's quoted a number of times in our Tosfis. He offers not only perushim and halachas and Shas, but also derivations. He has perushim and Chumish, how halachas are learned out. Anyway, a big Baal who we know that such a second appointment in Kedushin from one shliach to another doesn't work in the case of Kedushin. It's the problem, again, it's 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 not a substantive enough transfer. It's all kinds of lumbus here, especially, by the way, because the woman can decide not to accept the ring or the case of So obviously it doesn't have complete efficacy. So that's the first view that he brings from, there are more brings from a Mordechai in Kedushin, not found in the printed Tosas anywhere, as far as I know, number one. In getting the Mordechai, uh, I can give you the numbers, it's all here. And um, he presents an opposing view by, by Reb Baruch Shmuel of Magenza, of Mainz, in that lost Sefer HaKochmah, that lost book, the dying, the head dying of Mainz, in period of Balayat Tosfus, of Godel He says, no, as long as the first shliach gives the actual ring or the money that he got to the second shliach, in other words, there's an object of transference, we might call it. This is not a case of milay, melee, and it can be done even in Kiddush. right? So, for example, according to this Baruch of Magensa, if the second, if the first shliach told the second shliach, you go ahead and do the Kiddush, but lay out your own money, that wouldn't work. But says a machlokus Machlokas HaKadosh Midro, cod carrying balatosis in northern France, and the almost exactly contemporary at the same time. German bala, they never met each other. German balhatosis. Rebarach of Mainz, on this very question, right? The Ramah, he knows, Tarakula, he knows the Mordechais. he knows there's a Mordechai in Kidushin, he knows there's a Mordechai in the Mordechai himself doesn't bring them together. He's got different Gemara's, different pieces. But the Ramah brings them together, and he has, in effect, discovered what I would call, quote-unquote, a whole new shown him between a French balatosis and a German balatosis that you will not find a word about in our printed ptosis. But wait, there's more. Now there's a ktzos, which all yeshiva bochrim must know and should know and do know, right? In mishpitzim and Mishbit, the ktzos famously takes the sheet of HaKadosh Midro, who in most of the printed texts, he's not the Kadosh of Dro, but who is he? The Kadosh of Radosh, or something. What's Radosh? So Dalit, Reish, Vov, Yudsh. Chin, Dro got metathesized, keves, Kesa. That happens. So instead of it being Drois, because it's French to Hebrew, so there's no e. Uh, instead of it being not Dro, it's a Dro. Drois, it now becomes what? Raj Dalid, like karkar, kar, kod, kod. It gets reversed. The Kodosh of Rodish, right? It's almost hard to know these are Russian. You'd think he's some kind of a Hungarian Ashran or something. I don't want to insult anybody, right? You don't know who it is. But in the manuscript, it's no doubt that this is the Kodosh of Dro, right? who said that, what, a second shliach in Kedushin wouldn't work. Now the Kso says, what about a second shliach to deliver a gift, a matanah? I make a shliach, I deliver this gift to my friend Plony. and now he appoints a second shliach. On the one hand, the Ketso says, right, everybody knows the lambdas, a matanah is not like a ring, it's not melee, right, it's a real gift. On the other hand, just like the Kiddush the recipient can say, no, thank you. And so off the Kiddush so goes to analyze this whole union. But again, neither of these Yishitas, not of the Kodesh Midrall of France, nor of Rabobah of Mainz, are mentioned anywhere in toasts and Shas or in any of the toasts that we have, as far as I know. And without the Mordechai and the Hagos Mordechai, because some of this is the Hagos Mordechai. We would have no idea of these sheetas, although it was noted that Amor gets, of course, full credit, not that he needs it, but he's the first one to bring these two things together. So, this is what's at stake. One more example, one more example. A drop less exciting, but exciting nonetheless, in my humble opinion. I have a very strange view of what's exciting. Here's another Mordechai. Mordechai again in Git, also quoting Rabbarach of Mainz, and Shmuel of Mainz, Rabbarach of Mainz, I'd like to meet him. You know, that's where they're he holds in his Sefer HaChochma that a Bezdin is able, Hazet, to collect kinosos for Neziken, not just actual damages, right? Uh, I kept you out of work for 10 days, so I pay you 10 days of work, you know, things that you can get, what's your salary? Multiply by 10, right? But things like Neziken, uh, you know, a Knossos, right? A boshas, other things which are technically knossos, are fines, they're subjective fixed amount payments, right? And there's a gemarim bavakama heidara madalef, ain donim dinei knossos be'bovel. We cannot be done real Dine knossos bizban hazein chutz la'aretz, you need the smuch and the smich of d'ayonimumchem ferak s'asra, and so on. So if you think about it, not that we all have this problem, but if you think about it, that's a big problem. So if, you know, if a bezdin is in effect, how can they handle these kinds of cases? So Reh Baruch says, it's okay. Why? I the Gemara says Ain Donim Dine Knosis. Rabarach has a khidish, and he's a rishon. he can say this, and he says it very uh, clearly that this Yesod of Ain Donim Dine Knosis is only applicable to Dine Knosos Minha Torah. Knosavonasamafata, Lamid uh, Kesafir and Eva, evet, because a slave. Uh the Ganif pays Kafel. Uh, Karen pays uh right? But but any fines that are imposed by not Midar but by Bezdin, right? Which they can impose on their own authority, Menad based on the rule of Bezdin, Onshim, Makim, Shalom, and The Bezdin is allowed to extend its authority. Those kenosses can be collected, Bizman Hazar. That's a great Sheetah, right? In other words, you need to keep order in the community. I don't mean it literally even to go to a police force. But Al Pihalacha, how do you handle these Knosis? He says, no problem. There's a Chil. Between Knossos the Arisa and Knossos the Rabon. you won't find it anywhere in the Tosas again, and his cipher doesn't exist. He quotes a Gemara later in Baba Kama Tsari R' from Rav Nachman, who was a big Dayan who imposed a very extensive fine on a uh, a regular Ganav. This Ganav was such a big Ganav he had to throw the book at him, and he did it right. And there's other cases that he did in terms of uh, of Knossos, very serious Knossos. The Reish Galusa did it, um, and both of these cases suggest very qualified Dayonim, who were able to impose these fines. So that may be the only limitation. A Stam Bezdin can't do it. You need to have a Bezdin Choshev, right? A significant Bezdin to impose these fines. But if they do, a regular Bezdin can carry it out, can collect it. It's a great Chiddush L'Halacha. Again, my point is not that we're not going to read Haskem Shailas, but this is a great point of Londis that and a great point of Hezber that we wouldn't have known. On this same point, and here the Mordechai juxtaposes them in Gittin there's a second view, a second cooler, which the Mordechai indicates, this time coming from northern France, which again, we'll find at the printedtosis. this says, that even though Bezdin cannot connect, collect any Knossos, there, this sheet, the whole like most we shown him, that even Knossos Midirah cannot be collected by Bezdin based on that Gemara, but they can be collected by the Tuve Ha'ir, the Tuve Ha'ir, you have it, Gemara Megillah, the communal board that's duly elected, that's duly chosen, according to the Deenum of, of uh, Tuve Ha'ir. They can be the Govim, they can be, because it's a communal problem, and you're not, Going against the Gemara. It's another way to do it. So, this. So, I mentioned the Tuve Ha'ir, this communal board, Alpi Ha' Now, this, this is not some newfangled invention. They're able to collect these Knossos. Bisman Hazeh. Again, a very important cooler. Who says this? Rabbi Yitzchak of Evro, he's a very important French Bal hatosfus. The Mordechai quotes him too, right next to the position of Rabbi Baruch. He dies around 1250, so again, it's contemporaneous discussion. Rabbi Yitzchak and his two brothers, Raboshu, Rabbi Shmuel, were the great Bal HaTosf of Evro, very important Talmidim, learned in that base marriage. Tosis Kedushin that we have may be from that base marriage, but in any case, he says he got this approach, this kula, this allowance, from unnamed teachers, but his Balei teachers. And so in this way, also fines for harming or injuring other people could still be collected by the tuve Ha'ir. That's important for maintaining the discipline of the kahilas in a time where the be- Beisdom was able to control the Kehillahs and so on. Again, my point is, we wouldn't know any of these fantastic shittas without the Mordechai. Maybe we could find it, dig it up somewhere in Ketav but we wouldn't know without the Mordechai. So this is what speaks to the question um, you know, the Ktzos, when he needed more Shittas, you know, he wanted to find additional Shittas shown him. he hit the Mordechai. The Shach, it's unbelievable what he does in Chosh Mishpat. He knows every Mordechai, topwards, forwards, backwards, upside down. And he finds many, many Shittas because you can't, you, the, the Tosis doesn't have everything from the Balya We know that. Here are more Shittas. And the Ramah, the fantastic example of the Ramah, and I'm sure that the listeners can come up with more uh, but all of this is what tells me that the Mordechai doesn't need my Haskama, but it tells me that the Mordechai is an Otzer Balum, right? An Otzer Balum for both Lomdes and Halachim. Um, and it's now, Baruch Hashem, more easily available uh, than ever. Uh, speaking for myself, and I'll let the Balha Podcast have the last word, he actually has more questions, uh, I have never, ever, I can say, the best of my ability, been disappointed when looking into a Seyfra Mordechai for additional background and Homer to any sugi that he treats. Uh, you can open up the beginning of Bava Kama. It's talking about Hilchus Shechemim there. He's got Truvis Maram, pages and pages. And it looks like, oh, it's long. It's terrific. It's things that you might know from somewhere else. But it's in the Truvis Marami Rittenberg. Go find it. The Mordechai has it. Or it's something that no one else says. We found it and that repeats itself mutatis mutandis in any mesecht in shas even even in even in not even but in brachas in moed fantastic things
0: anyway mr bala podcast what do you say no, I don't have much to add. I think it was great. I mean, I will. I would point out, like you said, it's more Baruch Hashem, it's more readily available. It's like I said, it's four volumes. I think. And I don't know when this podcast we posted prices and so far everything's crazy now, but it was around the one hundred and fifty range, roughly. If you want to know, I'm sure a little more, a little less, whatever. It's around there for the four volumes. Beautiful edition, and and like I said, unfortunately, I remember even when Vahader published the new started publishing the new Gemara for a while, like. The Mordecai didn't get redone. Like in the beginning, the riff wasn't redone. I think then the riff was, but the Mordecai still was an old font. Like they, it took a while. Even they redid it, but it wasn't really redone. Like for some reason, it really got pushed to the side. Um, so like you said, I think hopefully these people will be, be interested in this. Uh, the other thing I will point, I will say here at the end to end off the listeners is that uh, obviously we did, uh, this is the third podcast together. We did on Rashi. We did, a, you know, a Rashi on Shas. We did on overall, broadly on the Valley of And this is more focused. Um, I, I think uh, if you're in agreement, that sounds like uh, Professor Cantor, Mr. Shem. We can do more of these uh, if the listeners are, are interested and and enjoy a specific look at something. You know, this podcast was inspired in part by the new Mordechai and being published. So if anyone is is in, you know, I'm, there's many because we have you know so many uh Svarim or Gedolim of Ashkenaz and, and France that are that, that haven't that, that aren't known. You know, they've been mentioned the Ravon, the Ravyodar the Max of the, the Sefra Truma. I mean it's we could just go with the Smack the Smack, even the Rush, the Tazer, Rush, the been being a paris. I mean it's just go on and on. So I would say is to the listeners, if anybody's interested, they can email um I guess Professor Canafogola, uh, I I'll put your email for uh, while you email and or they they <laughs>
1: First eight letters of my name. They, they're they welcome to, to email me with questions and with comments, but I would say if they're interested, what you mentioned, part of uh, the, the greatness of now having done, the, the privilege of having done Rashi Tosas Mordechai, we now see how much else is out there. In other words, what else is out there? We're getting, at least, as I said before, Tse leg just the tip of the iceberg. And so if they want to also email you in what in terms of what they're interested in, Let's see what we can... I, again, I'm very grateful for the listeners. Some of the questions have been fantastic. They've all been very interesting. And I'm happy to uh, to interact. It's a very nice audience. They know a lot of things. So uh, I'm happy to... Uh,
0: corrections, comments, Absolutely. That's what I would say. I would say, if, so for feedback purposes, if anyone likes, uh, if listeners like this kind of specific topic, if they just want to give feedback, and especially if there's a specific... Rishan or that Tkufa that they would like to hear about, email me. I think it's probably better. And Professor Canafog can email your comments for sure. and questions are ours. But uh, email me feedback if you would like to hear another one of these on something else, on a specific topic, any ideas. And we'll do another one. And thank you very much, Professor Canafog, for joining me once again. Thank you. Once again, and thanks to the audience. Thanks for listening.